friends, it's another beautiful Tuesday, uh, is, which means it's another beautiful episode of Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, um, or as you all love to shout every time we give this intro. A show that helps you grow. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, how you Didn't doing? Didn't shout it. I'm sorry. I'm doing good though, Jason. I'm glad to be here. Well, if you shouted it um, with the awesome mic that you're using, it probably would burst some eardrums. Yeah. Yeah, probably Let's would. Be honest. Let's be honest. Um, how, how is your summer going? Summer has been good. Um, I've spent basically the entirety of the summer in North Carolina. I'm still aware here. and still, yeah. still quite jealous. Still here, um, but no, it's been good. I've been on the Hamilton craze. I've watched it three times now. Oh, you've added another time. I've added another time. There you Love go. It. There you go. And I, I, and I usually don't ever rewatch things multiple times like that, but this is, it's just the music. It's all so good. So I know you're also not like in, a musical theater person, right? No, not at all. Yeah. I think I played Martin Luther King in the third grade in a school play. Oh, okay. Um, and that is the extent of my theater acting. That's gotcha. it. That's all I got. Gotcha. Um, so it's kind of like a, a step into a new world. That's cool. But it's pretty cool. I, I really like it. Well, welcome to the world. As you, <laughs> as you know, I, I have a whole background in, in, in theater. So, right. Um, right. So, but um, yes. Yeah, so if, if you're, if you are wondering why we're talking about this, it's because we're recording this just a couple of days after Hamilton released on Disney plus. Um, so I, I know this episode is coming out in a few weeks. So yes, that's true. That's true. Uh, you have so when Brandon says he's then. seen it three times, that's, that means he saw it three times over the course of like five days. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, I, I completely understand. Um, we could turn this into a Hamilton podcast, but I don't think uh, Robert Boss would like that. So nope. uh, we are excited to be tying a nice pretty bow on this time series that we've been in. Um, this is kind of our first long format series where we just wanted to hunker down on a specific topic and do a deep dive on that topic. And we were excited that we chose time as yeah. kind of our first one. And um, we had, you know, so we've approached this topic of time from a number of different angles. We talked about different types of time with Kronos and Kairos. We've talked about um, some different ways um, that we can relate with time. And we've had a number of great interviews um, throughout this whole um season but what we wanted to do and what uh is something that we did with our spiritual antidotes series which was kind of give a an epilogue if you will on this season and just kind of share our closing thoughts things that stuck with us things that have stood out and that we have taken away throughout the course of this season so um that's what we're doing today um, and we'll have fun with it. Um, yeah, we will. So, uh, Brandon, I think we each have three. Uh, yeah. We have not previously talked about our three, so it's quite possible that we have some similar things, which is totally fine. Um, I told Brandon before we recorded, don't tell me yours, because uh, I have fun um, being surprised uh, by them. So, without further ado, Brandon, why don't you give us number one? Or for me, want to 
wait for it. Oh, nice. Get it? Get it? Huh? Nice. Huh? Nice. I'm going to try to throw nice in some, reference. I'm going to try to throw in some Hamilton quotes throughout this podcast. I'll see if I can. Okay. Um, so start with your number one. Go. So number one, I'm go a girl back. in a world in which my only job is. To, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you could probably keep going. I, I could do could. the, Oh, I could do the whole thing, but, but we won't. Okay. So Brandon, seriously, start us off. Number one. Okay. Our conversation with, uh, well, actually, I think at that time you were out with the baby. I missed um, a lot of this season out with baby. So, so you can just keep yeah. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I had a conversation with, uh, Megan Greider from the Celebrate Recovery Ministry. She's the Celebrate Recovery Director here at Saddleback. Um, and we had a conversation about God redeeming time. And, uh, just that concept has really, impacted me um, for this reason, because there's, there are moments, there are situations, there are, I'd say, Kairos seasons or even people um, that we get out ahead of or we get out ahead in time and we look back and we consider that a lost season or we call it like the lost years. Um, and to... And I think it can be a source of a lot of pain, a lot of regret, uh, a lot of shame. But uh, knowing that what we, what's considered lost to us is not considered lost to God. And that how God can use all of that and redeem it for good in our present and in our future. Um, and that is so powerful. And it's really stuck out to me. And she shared in her story, um, just struggles as a young woman and then getting married and dealing with uh, different issues at her church and the way she viewed and saw things and then to kind of see where she's at now and she can look back and go, okay, that wasn't, that wasn't lost, that God has used all of that and weaved it together into really an incredible role that she's doing now. Um, and I just, I don't know. That that's just been really powerful. I've been kind of revisiting that episode in my mind a few times since that God God redeems time, that it's not all lost. Yeah, I I also had the idea of God redeeming time on my list. I had it at number three, but I'll talk about it now. Yeah. Um <laughs> and yeah, I kind of thought about it from almost a similar way. And I, I was thinking more of people who um who came to Christ later in life, um, I think sometimes there can be a tendency to lament the, you know, the time that you may have missed with God or may, you know, and, you know, it could be kind of thought of as a bummer, like, Oh, I, you know, I am so upset that I waited so long, but I think what's so cool is that God, can do everything that he wants to do with you in the time that you have left. I think, you know, I think if you are going to live to be 90 years old, just say, and you don't come to Christ until you are 89, God can do more in that one year than, than you could do by yourself in 90 years. Mm. That makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. I'm tracking. So, I, it, cool because I, I was, I was on the verge of confusion. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just think, I, I, I think sometimes we completely underestimate totally. um, what God can do, even in small amounts of time. Yeah. So, um, so that's 
is always an encouragement for me and hopefully it's encouragement for you know for anybody if you if you are are worried about a small length of time for any reason if you are following God and you are offering that time up to God and you are for him like and you are, then he he can do more in that time just just don't 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 undersell what God can do in any given amount of time, I think was kind of uh, a big thing, a big takeaway for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Another one I had, my number two was our conversation uh, with Rob Jacobs, who was our boss um, and Craig Davis. And Craig is kind of like a spiritual discipline pastor slash guru. at his church. And, uh, we talked about the Sabbath and we talked about hurry sickness. And, uh, what struck me is, you know, hurry sickness is not something that's just a, uh, or you wouldn't think of it as like, you know, this is a sickness. Um, but it really affects the way we view the world and the way we live our lives. It's kind of like almost, you know, what, if you've ever been like running too fast, or you like, I think of uh, if you're like riding on a skateboard or riding on a bike and you hop off and you're going way too mm-hmm. fast or in a treadmill and it's going keep too going. fast and you start to <laughs> yeah, yeah. keep going, you start to fall forward and you have that like weird arm flailing motion and you're trying to catch your balance, but you're, you have way too much forward momentum and you end up falling. Uh, I kind of think hurry sickness is like that where you're always hurrying. You're always off balance. Um, so we talk through some different ways to counteract that some different disciplines that we can practice. And, uh, the Sabbath is always one I like to come back to because it's something I said on the episode. So it's one of those things that's like, eh, that's a good idea. If you can get around to it, if not, no big deal at all, but it's a gift from God. It's a gift that God gives us for our rest, for our renewal, for healing. Um, and it's easy to, I think, to look at that as like, God's putting me on restriction. I want to do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not just a day to like sit quiet in a room, drink water. And like, yeah. that's it. That's not at all what the Sabbath is. It's a day for rest and joy and, and worship. Um, and, and that's really struck me as, as well. It's not a day, it's not a day off. It's so much more than just a day off. It's a gift from God for renewal and for healing. And, uh, it's something that I want to definitely institute more in my life because <clears throat> there are times where, where I'll wake up and I feel like I've already got that four momentum going and I'm sure. the rest of the day, I'm just trying to catch up. I'm trying to get my center of gravity back. I'm trying to get my balance back. Uh, so Sabbath, that was one that in that episode with Craig Davis, that really stuck out to me as well. Yeah. I think, I think what's cool with Sabbath is just the idea that for six days, it's, it's mostly about your working, but on that seventh day, it's just being completely mindful of God's working. Yeah. I've heard a pastor even say, um, it is, it's like, it's saying to God, God, I can believe, I believe you can do more with my 90% than I can with my hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and he also went on to say, if you ever watch cooking shows, like at the end, when the time is up, they all put their hands up, drop their knives or done cooking. (laughs) Um, and he, he said it's something really, really knives down. Yeah. Knives down. Really, really brilliant of like, there's always more that you could do. Um, but in putting your hands up, like he's kind of saying the Sabbath is like, 
it's like putting your hands up and saying, this is, this is enough. Yeah. I believe what I've done and with the time that I've had that this is enough and I'm going to offer it. I'm going to give it up uh, to God. So, yeah. Brandon, you know who struggled with hurry sickness? Who? Alexander Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. (laughs) The man was not. Just wanted more time. That's right. What was it? Never, never satisfied. Like you're running out of time. Okay. Um, That could have been the intro to our series. You know what? We should have really thought about that. Well, Hmm. missed opportunities. Hindsight, you know. We're going to keep upping that production value. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, So my number two, uh, which was my number one in my notes, uh, is similar but a little bit different. It's the idea of don't avoid or be scared of quiet times. And not just quiet time, like setting aside a quiet time every day, but of times that are seemingly just quiet. Like we all have times throughout the day where we're either waiting for something or we just had finished something and don't have some, and nothing quite yet. And, and there's just times throughout the day that are quiet. And our tendency is to want to automatically fill those. Yeah. Our tendency is to either pick up our phone or to, I don't know, go, go snack or, you know, to turn on the TV or whatever it is. You're like, I got a little bit of time. How do I, how do I intake more? You know, how do I fill that? And I think we can think about these times as little investment pockets, you know, as little times of just kind of embracing the, the stillness, embracing that and just saying, Hey God, How's it going? You know, of just little prayer times, of just little mm. mini quiet times, of just little, you know, just almost a debrief times, right? If you just finished yeah. a meeting instead of rushing off to something else or whatever, taking that brief moment of just saying, hey, God, I just want to debrief with, you know, just, you know, what did you think of that? Or, you know, just, just like kind of including, you know, bringing him in um, to those little time voids, if you will, instead of continuously pushing him out and bringing something else in. Um, so it's just that investment kind of idea. Yeah. I like that. I like that thinking of it as an investing back into your relationship with God. Yeah. Um, little, little quick prayers. Um, I think there's something really powerful there that, uh, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like the long drawn out, beautiful prayer, but just even that 30 to 45 seconds in between when you would usually go to your phone, get on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. Um, but using that time, just the little in between moments of your day, uh, to pray and to be in God's presence and just to simply be, um, I think that's really beautiful. Do you know where it's quiet, Brandon? Uptown. It's quiet uptown. I feel like I'm being quizzed. <laughs> this is great. But I've watched Hamilton three I, times. So I've been, I've I'm, been ready, very, I'm ready for the quiz. I've been very impressed with, yeah. with your Hamilton part of the knowledge show. right now. Great part of the show. Oh, man. That's um, like the uh, – yeah. Anyway. Yes, that is, that, yeah, that was an emotional moment. Um, number three for me. And I think this comes from our conversation with Pastor Tom. And I think for, at least for me, this was the hardest episode uh, because we talked about God and time, which Mm -hmm. are just two massive subjects. And um, I think going in, I was a little worried. I don't want this to be too 
philosophical and too way up in the clouds and will this be um will this be beneficial will this be helpful yeah sure because this is usually a topic that like theologians and physicists talk about yeah um and it kind of stops in the academia world uh but i think it's really important and um the way pastor tom brought it back around to he said god has time for you because god is greater than time. Um, and that was really, that was really powerful for me. And if you think about that, there's two ways to think about it, that God is outside of time. And if God's outside of time, then it begs the question, well, does God care at all what happens in time? Does he, if, does he care at all what happens in my life? But thinking about it through, no, God is in time, but he's also greater than time. Um, he's not bound and constrained by time as we are. Um, and he has the time to be fully invested in the moments of our lives um, because he's greater than time because he's gone. I, I don't get tired. It's not like oh, I can't talk about it right now. There's way more important things happening in the world and with way more important people. I got to give my time there. I've, you know, I've only got a finite amount of time. That's not how God operates at all. That because God is greater than time, he has the time for you. And because he's greater than time, he's involved in your time and in the moments of your life. And that was just a great encouragement to me. Um, and I think that can be a great encouragement to us as, as well, and to all of us who are listening right now, that your, 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 your problems uh, or, or issues or the details of your life, uh, God has time for it. God is not going bring it back in two weeks when I'm a little more rested, but not only he has time for it, but he is invested in a part of all of it. And I think that can be transformational for our prayer lives, the way we relate to God, the way we pray and speak to God. Uh, that was, that was a, a really great episode for me. And I, and I went away thinking, okay, that was totally worth it. I'm so glad we included that mm. in, uh, in the series, in the season, there are episodes because I think it's really important for us to know that God's great in time and that he's involved in the details of your life and what you have going on as well. Yeah. I think I love just that. It's so personable. It's just because I think, I think one of the most common questions or thoughts that people have, especially when they're, you know, either depressed or going through something really hard is just this idea of like, God doesn't have time for me. Like right. God has dealing right. with the bigger issues of the world. But I, but you know, it, with Tom's point is God is so powerful that he has time for you and yes. he has time for you and he has time for you. Like his time is, his his time is endless because he does not exist within Eternal. time. He's not bound by time. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's what's really powerful. It is. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. My final one is around the idea of waiting, uh, kind of in the broad sense, right? Um, and basically, waiting sucks. <laughs> uh, it There's no other way to put it. Yeah, waiting sucks. As Hamilton says, I'm past patiently waiting. Um, but it sucks. But it's it, it's this idea that instead of complaining or getting impatient 
with God and saying, when's this next season going to start and, and kind of table smashing uh, the whole time. I think I, I just love that, that we can use that time and just ask God what he has for you, what he, what he wants to do. Usually it's in you or through you in that waiting mm-hmm. period. Um, you know, I don't think th- there's any time that is wasteful to God, right? So even though yeah. we may feel that we're just sitting I- idly on our hands, waiting for for something to change, you know, or uh, as Rapunzel would say, entangled, waiting for life to begin, then, uh, but God is at work, you know? Yes. And so, so, but it's, it's, it's partially, it's for us to step into that and just say, okay, God, I'm in this season where I'm waiting for change or I'm waiting to get or whatever you're waiting for, but then just bring that to God and say, okay, God, what do you want to do in the waiting? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do in me or through me in the waiting? And usually, as we've talked about before, usually we don't realize what God was doing until after the waiting is done. Right. Like that's and the Kairos moment that we talked about in the exactly. beginning of the season. It's usually while we're waiting. Exactly right. And so I think for us, be mindful that you, you may not realize what was going on this whole time until later. But if you are mindful of that, then it allows you to have the peace that passes understanding because you're not mm-hmm. so anxious or complaining or worried. I, you know, it just goes back to a, you know, what Paul said, you know, I don't complain instead pray or whatever, you know, it's, it gives you the opportunity in the waiting to choose trust and choose focusing on, on who God is knowing that he is going to be doing something. Even if you never fully understand on this earth, what God was doing in that time, you can trust that when you are focused on him and, and when you are following him and then that he is doing something in you. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, I think I think waiting is one of the hardest parts that people have with this idea of time. Mm-hmm. And so I think when we change how we think about that, um yeah. it's I think I, I think that's just such an important uh, switch to flip. You know who's willing to wait for it? Well, Burr was He until, was willing to wait until for it. he wasn't. <laughs> until he wasn't, and boy was he not. There's something powerful. The very last word he ever says to Hamilton is wait. Oh, wow. After you sure reviews shoots, on this stuff. After he shoots the gun at the end. Yeah. Uh, not to spoil what happens in the famous duel between Hamilton and Burr, <laughs> which took yeah. place hundreds of years ago. <laughs> I don't know if that's spoiling it. You might have heard about it in your history books. Sure hope um, so. <laughs> Regardless, or you've probably heard it. about it from the show. You probably know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can uh, think back to like eighth grade social studies class, yeah, maybe you've heard about it. Um, you know, but but to be serious, the waiting um, and our conversation with Sarah Cruz, yeah, and the waiting and wrestling and mm-hmm. wrestling with God in our waiting seasons, and that it's okay to do that. Um, 
okay to ask hard questions. And I think that's where a lot of the transformation takes place and a lot of transformation happens is when we are willing to engage God in way in new ways and wrestle with God in ways that we have in the past. And I think waiting just forces us into that in a, in a way that other things can't. Um, so yeah, I, I, I resonate with that. I resonate with that as well. That's good. Uh, well, those were our, our three and our three. Big three. Did you, uh, but Brandon, I don't want you to throw away your shot. So do you have anything you want to, uh, close us out with? You know what? I don't want to throw away my shot. I got to take my shot. Um, <laughs> you know, this is, I'm really glad we're able to do this season. And like you said in the beginning, this was our first real attempt at doing a deep dive on a subject and a subject as big as time. Uh, and there were moments where I was like, eh, this is not going to work. <laughs> um, but I'm really proud of it. And looking back and listening through the episodes, I think uh, that it was a good season. I think it was really helpful, informative, encouraging. Um, and as we say, a, a, you know, we're a show designed to help you deepen your faith in God or a show to help you grow. Um, I think that took place. So yeah, I, I'm just glad to be on the podcast. And I'm really glad we were able to do this season on time. I agree completely. And um, yeah, I, I just hope that that this was something that you all enjoyed. Hope it was um, piqued some interest in kind of spending some of your time thinking about these things, focusing in this way. Um, so yeah, we're we're excited to be you know having more of these type of deep dives uh, in the yeah. future. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think speaking in terms of our schedule, I think we'll probably either have a couple of standalones coming out um, on, on our, our normal Tuesday uh, feed, um, or we will be having some rewinds as we prep um, our next batch that we want to do. Um, so we, there will always be something popping up into your feed on Tuesdays. You always have something. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, anyway, uh, we just wanted to um, say Hold that- Hold on, Jason. We, we have to have a doable. Yes. Go ahead. This is what I think. We got to tell you what our big three was. Go ahead and let us know what your big three were. Write us in YouTube comments or at maturity at saddleback.com. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what was helpful or insightful, impactful for you. Yes. Uh, that always helps us. And we would love, uh, we'd love to know. Please tell me, what did I miss? What did I miss? Virginia, my home sweet home. Oh my give gosh. You a <laughs> I could do this all day. Teach him how to rest. I could do how this all. How to say all... goodbye. Teach us how to say mm. goodbye, Jason. One last time, we'll say goodbye. Um, <laughs> friends, we love you. We are praying for you. And please, yes, as Brandon said, write to us ab about your three or, or write to us about any prayer requests, Anything. praises, yeah. whatever. We love hearing from you. And uh, we look forward to being back with you with some more good, doable discipleship uh, in the future. All right. Thanks, friends. Have a good one. See you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. 
And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts, send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question might just inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Jason Whelan, and I hope you'll join us again next week.